What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy to be joining with you again today for another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And I think we're going to have a really interesting conversation. I have had so many ideas popping into my thoughts just over the last hour or so. And it's like, oh, my goodness, which ones will we focus on today? So, you know, to be honest, you're going to be part of that choice and part of that decision as to what we're going to look at as I tap into the people who are tuning in live and listening. And of course, remember, you can always come over to Inspired Choices Network forward slash chat room and join us live and be part of this conversation. I think it will be a really great one. You know, I am different. I'm not wrong. I, I truly believe that there are so many people, if not everybody, really, if not everyone, who at some point in your life has been told that you're wrong, you're doing it wrong, you're just, you're not able to do this correctly or whatever it might be. Who you are is wrong. You're not being the person I would like you to be. So many ways to come and approach this topic today. But I really feel it applies to each and every one of us. So if you'd like to join in the conversation, you know, ask questions or make comments or anything, please do. I mean, really come along. You can, uh, when you get here, you can also uh, hit the link and join the Zoom and participate that way as well. So, uh, yeah, pop over to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. All right, so cultivating kindness with Karen. How does this fit for today? Well, when I think about the title of my show, obviously the word kindness pops, and it pops for me in a really strong way. And one of the primary things that I hope to do with this show every week is impact people in a way to bring to your attention where kindness may be lacking in your life or where perhaps the way you're thinking or doing something is not actually bringing that energy of kindness to you or perhaps you may feel that you're being kind to another person, but that the energy of your action or your words is really not translating into kindness for the person who's receiving. We talk about it in so many different ways, and every week we approach it from a different angle. So today, right, I am different. I'm not wrong. That's that's our title for the show. And Wow, so much going through, sorry. But it all, all comes down to your point of view on something. Or your point of view on or about yourself. I have notes and notes of all kinds of things, but I keep hearing that I need to bring up too that, well, number one, 
Uh, today is June 21st, 2023, so it's summer solstice. So happy summer, everyone. We are in a day where we have the maximum sunshine possible or daylight possible um, in the Northern Hemisphere where I am. And of course, in the Southern Hemisphere, it is going to be um, the maximum length of time for being in the darkness or without the sunlight. But what I was really wanting to, to bring forward is it's also June, which here, and I don't know if it's all around the world, to be perfectly honest, I didn't go and look for this. It's also Pride Month. And that is one area of the our, our population, of our communities, that I feel will probably really relate to a lot of the things I have to share today. I can't imagine how many times somebody who is part of the community LGBTQ plus, and I, and my apologies, I don't remember the other letters that have been added on, but you're always being told you're wrong by so many individuals. And I know because I have friends in this community and I know how difficult it can be at times. You're not wrong. None of us are wrong. We just become at the effect of the opinions and beliefs of other people. And that comes down to us thinking or feeling that we're wrong. And what if you weren't? I was part of an organization for a while ago. It's totally not gonna bring this up either. Um, where members of this organization um, were very against although they will say they're not against, but they had very strong opinions, we'll put it that way, about somebody who would be part of the LGBTQ plus community. And one of the terms that I often heard was they're broken and they just need to find their way back. And I have a real strong, strong, very strong pet peeve against the word broken. No one is broken. No one is broken. I'm not broken. None of us are broken. We're different. We're all different. How we choose to do something may be different from another person, but it doesn't mean one person or the other is right or wrong. We're choosing something different. And no one's broken. And I know there's beautiful analogies out there about being broken, you know, clay pots that have cracked. And I know in some cultures, and I believe it's in the Orient, I'm not remembering which one right now, you know, the, the cracks are filled with gold to show the beauty of being put back together and for the pot to be whole again. But again, I come back to my perspective on things that it was never broken to begin with. Now that vase, that pot, that piece of pottery it may not be able to function in the way that somebody originally intended it to. So it may not hold water or soup or something like that in it, again, because of the cracks that are there or a hole that may have come through. But what if you looked at it from a different perspective? What if you saw a different use? a different way to be able to work with what you may be holding in your hand that you're puzzled with and thinking, 
well, this isn't going to work anymore. So I can't, I can't put flowers in here because it can't hold water. If it was still sturdy or you could wrap something around it, could you put artificial flowers in it? Or it could be a container for something different that didn't require a liquid to be inside. Or can it be taken apart even more into smaller pieces and put together and used as mosaic tiles or in some other way to create beauty or art or something else in your life? Or you have the option of throwing it away. But my point is, if we can change how we are looking at something, if we can get rid of some of these automatic words we use, like, you know, just that idea of somebody being broken. I think then we have an opportunity to share so much more kindness in the world. Now, I know some of you aren't going to agree with that, and that's okay. Oh, and thank you. I've got in the chat here. Oh, and I don't know if I'm going to know how to say this. <laughs> Kintsugi? Kintsugi is the Japanese art of repairing broken pottery. Thank you. And it's gorgeous. I'm not putting down the art of this, but I have some trouble with the metaphor. Uh, would I be inclined to buy some of those pieces that have been uh, changed in that way and with that beauty? Yeah, most likely, because some of the ones I've seen are gorgeous. I think it all comes down to, am I willing or are you willing to look at somebody from a different perspective. So not planning on going there, but that's okay. This is part of the joy, the challenge, and the fun of having a live show and truly picking up on some of the information intuitively that I, that I get before I come on the air and while I'm here with you. So, I'm not wrong, I'm different. I grew up in a household where I was sometimes told directly I was wrong or that I wasn't doing things very well. And then other times it was more energetic. It would be looks, glances, or just, just pure energy that I would be aware of where I didn't feel like I was measuring up, where I didn't feel like I was being correct. And there were very straightforward comments made to me on how I was to look, how I needed to present myself, the behavior that was expected of me, especially in different circumstances or social situations. And if I wasn't really feeling confident, then it made being in those situations quite difficult, very stressful, a lot of anxiety. And when we hear, think, or assume or energetically pick up that we are not being received by others as being the best that they would like us to be or being correct. It gets inside of us. It seeps in to more than your thoughts. It lands in your body 
it becomes part of your cellular structure. You become far, hmm, just you become filled with doubt. You become filled with questioning yourself. And the more we have doubt, the more our self-esteem is going to be affected. The more our self-image is going to be affected. And as we continue in a process this way and in these environments, it's harmful. It's truly harmful to you, your thoughts, your energy, and the cells in your body. It took me decades to work on recognizing that I am different and that's okay. It does not make me wrong. I've come to understand far more clearly over the last, not even two years, year, year and a bit. I don't know. Time's kind of fuzzy these days um, that I'm on the spectrum, that I do things differently, that I think differently, that, you know, I have a neurodivergent brain. And some people that I mentioned this to, like they were like, don't be ridiculous. And they couldn't weren't able to, or just maybe chose not to understand that all I was doing was trying to explain that I was excited because now I'm understanding how I think, how I do things, why I don't do some things, and how I could very easily see that others might think that I was wrong instead of just being different. I've recently, as some of you may know, lost um, a very, very important member of my family. And I mentioned this to a good friend that I was visiting with yesterday. And it was just like, I didn't understand my response in the grief. I've never experienced this before, even though people have passed away in my family. And her response was, but Karen, you're different. You have never had this opportunity to respond to someone loving you the way that this person did. And that connection was one you'd never had before. So, of course, you're feeling it quite different. And she said, it's not wrong that normally you're quite detached from people. That's just who you are. But it doesn't mean you don't love them and it doesn't mean they don't love you. But you're in a new situation with new circumstances that you've not experienced. And I thought, she's right. That's all it is, instead of me questioning what's going on with me. My response as time is different doesn't mean it's wrong. It's different. So I don't know how many places in your life you can recognize where you may be different. Or a really important question, how many places in your life are you not allowing yourself to be different or be seen as different. So I really want to come back to that and talk about that a little more after we come back from our first break. So thank you for being here with me for what's turning out to be a very personal conversation today on I'm not wrong, I'm different here on the Inspired Choices Network where you can join me every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, you can communicate with me or follow me on all the different social media platforms. And please send an email, karen at k 
karenlesley.ca, and I'd be happy to carry on some of the conversations that we have here on our show. So don't go away, everyone. We will be right back. Okay, thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. You know, we really are easy to find here at the Inspired Choices Network. Any platform, wherever you love to listen to your podcasts, if you just search either Inspired Choices Network will come up or you can search my show, Cultivating Kindness with Karen, or the show name of all of the other wonderful hosts that are on this network. We are everywhere. So you don't really need to worry about how to tell someone about a great show that you listen to and how to help them find it. They can just Google it anywhere that they have their favorite platforms and will pop up. It's really cool. One of the beautiful things about being on the Inspired Choices Network is the vast opportunity we have for impacting, sharing, supporting, and helping people around the world. So um, please like and share our shows, like and share mine, let people know about it. And the more you do that, then be honest, the more excited we're all going to be to continue to bring you amazing content and hang out with you every single week. So, all right. Before the break, I was asking, okay, so what parts of you or what are you aware of that you're not allowing to be seen? What parts of you are different that you are hiding? What parts of you are you shying away from? Where are you on this idea of being okay with being seen as different, especially, especially if you have either a true knowing or an awareness that you could receive some form of judgment because of that choice? I know there's so many times that people would like to just be themselves and say, oh, I'm just fully me, like I'm, I'm fully showing up. 
And I would challenge vast majority of them. Are you truly? I do believe that there's a part of each and every one of us that we still have kind of hidden away for concerns of or possibly fear of being called wrong or being called broken or some other form of judgment coming through. I think it takes great courage to show all parts of you. And to be honest, too, there's going to be times when it may not be appropriate. And that's when you're going to use your own good judgment and know what's right for yourself. However, right, you may choose not to show a part of yourself in that moment or that circumstances. But what I'm hoping for you is that part of you, you will let out and be seen by others under different circumstances. And the more we do that, the more we're going to become more comfortable with experiencing all the different aspects of ourselves. I've got a comment in the um, chat room here. It feels like we are just programmed very young to be the same as everyone else. Don't stand out. At least I was. That is hard to that is hard to change. I would totally agree. I really do believe we are programmed that way for a variety of different reasons. Mine was so that I didn't bring any judgment towards my family. Um, I was told quite often to not embarrass the family or bring any difficulties towards the family by my behavior or how I dressed or things like that. As one example, there were more. And, you know, in school, you're encouraged really to be the same in that how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to study and, and grades that everybody wants you to have. And then you go to private school, which a couple of my boys did go to, and then you're in your uniform. And so they want everyone to look exactly the same. And there can be minimal changes or adjustments that you could do to that as far as accessories that you may wish to wear, but they really want everyone to look the same. And sure, you can get up in the morning and not worry about what you have to wear, and that's cool. And for one of my boys, they really actually liked that. But I do wonder now, in hindsight, and I had not thought about this before, like, so how, how did that affect the way of thinking about who you are? And how more difficult could it possibly be to be who you are if you're different? Interesting questions. So yes, right? We are programmed young to be the same as other people. And then we could choose to blend in and be not really noticed and definitely not be different if it wasn't safe for you to be different. And some people grew up in those environments as well. So there's so many reasons that we need to be looking at. Where were we hiding aspects of ourselves that could be judged and viewed as different and wrong? What was behind that? What were your choices then? And then now ask, does that still apply? Right? Remember, 
the mind is only a library of thoughts. And each of those thoughts get its priority in that list of thoughts based on how often you use it. So the more you think a thought, the more the mind goes up. Karen likes that one. Oh, there she goes again. Okay, let's keep that at the front. Let's keep giving her that thought. This one must work. This one's got to work. And then your reticular activating system is going to go looking for evidence in your world to say, yeah, yeah, it works. Keep it there. Keep it at the front. That changes over time. And sometimes we are not willing to recognize that. That's cool. Sometimes we choose to keep it because it's comfortable. That's also cool. If you become aware, though, that these thoughts or these parts of you that you don't really want to be out in public because it will identify you as being different and perhaps wrong. If those thoughts aren't contributing to you anymore, if they're not making you happy, and I mean happy, I don't mean just staying neutral or staying, I'm fine. I mean, happy, fun loving, carefree, without anxiety, without having to think about your actions before you do them in case it causes you to look different. If you can have those same thoughts coming forward and live your life in that way, then those thoughts are probably still working for you and still a contribution to you. If you're not living your life with that type of ease, then I would highly, highly encourage you to look at what's underneath that thought. What is keeping it in place? What are you attached to? And that could be a big job. And it's one of the areas that I excel at in helping my clients. It can be really, really hard to look at our own behavior and our own thoughts and truly go underneath them and see what's holding that in place. Because often it's based on on trauma or an experience that was really uncomfortable or very deep programming that we believe it so sincerely that it's, it's shattering. It's the only word I'm hearing. Shattering to the person to think that this may not be true. And then we can go into self-judgment of it. But I believe that. How could I have believed that? And then we can get on our own case. And I don't want any of that to happen to people. There's many people around the world, and myself included, we have ways to help you to look at these thoughts in a safe way, non-judgmental way, and in a, a very supportive way. And if you're good and you're using your intuition and all these other tools that you've got, I know I I can tell really fast, many times before my client is even aware of it, when they start to go into that energy of judgment or self-hatred or something along those lines where, where they cause more difficulty for themselves. So that when I detect that, I can intervene right away and say, okay, hold on. This is what I'm aware of. This is what you're feeling. And then we can shift it. So then that new thought process as it's coming in doesn't get in the way and stop you from being able to complete the work that you started. 
And the mind will sabotage and do that all the time. So please, please be honest with yourself. Really, where are you hiding parts of yourself? And look at the reasons behind that. It is so important today that I really let you know that none of you are wrong. And that I'm not wrong. We can be different. And, you know, sometimes we'll seek out communities uh, or, you know, people look for friends that are different like we're different. And we join in and it's all great. And we, we feel that support and that camaraderie and, and everything feels better. Until you maybe want to show another aspect of yourself that's different from this community that accepted your difference and celebrated that particular difference. And when we bring something up again, then we don't fit in the same way there anymore. And now you've got a whole new situation to look at. Truthfully, it's never ending until you are really willing to be honest with yourself and know who you are. And that isn't as easy as it sounds, and I know that. But it is such a gift to know who you are, what makes you tick, what makes you feel good, what doesn't work for you. And we're going to continue that conversation on knowing who you are. And I'm going to bring in a couple of the cards that I pulled a few weeks ago when um, I was organizing this show. And it speaks to the importance of knowing who you are in this whole grand scheme of I'm different. I'm not wrong. All right. We're going to our second break. Don't go away, everyone. We will be back shortly. You're here on the Inspired Choices Network with myself. Karen Leslie here for another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. We'll be right back. Thanks, everyone. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Let's carry on with this conversation of I'm different. I'm not wrong. Right? So I, before the break, I wanted to I mentioned to you that I wanted to share with you um, a little bit about the two cards I pulled a few weeks ago uh, when I was coming up with the idea for today. And they really talk about the, the importance of knowing who you are. So I went to my tree angel deck of cards. Um, I absolutely love that deck. Well, I love, I think I love all my decks, 
But this is one that really kind of jumped out at me when I was looking at them and saying, okay, who has um, a message for this show? And two cards fell out right away. One was the ash tree and the other was ginkgo. So the ash one says it, it is a call to mastery. To make use of our talents and creative abilities to live to our fullest potential. It says ash, I'm going to read this here, strengthens the will and so our ability to get things done with elasticity and motivation we need along the way. Be sure your goals resonate with your inner being. So this card is, is stressing the importance of knowing who you are, knowing your inner being, spending that time and looking towards mastery, not perfection. I'm not looking at the word mastery from the from that aspect of perfection. I'm not looking at mastery from the perspective of superiority, dominance, better than the master. Okay. I'm looking at mastery as ongoing process, that endeavor to continue, whatever, to continue to learn, to continue to strive, to continue to search within yourself, to continue to know what works for you and what doesn't. That's how I'm looking at the ash and it's calling us to mastery, giving us that strength. And I like the, the elasticity and that motivation, right? Because we're going to give and take as we're figuring things out. As we're going along, we're going to start moving forward in a direction and a thought process and then go, ah, maybe that's not quite right. Okay, so how am I going to adjust now and have that flexibility with getting to know yourself? And I think for me, anyways, mastery, like when I'm learning new things, I'm in a space of motivation that keeps me wanting to learn more, do more, experience more things, try something else that's new. So that part I felt was perfect. Now, when we I looked at the ginkgo um, tree card. It said, discover the home of your being. If we live and act from there, we act as nature intended with originality and inner security, with strength and integrity. It also says, without roots, we are left with doubts and no backbone. No backbone means we get through life by following others and what they say or do. So Ginkgo, equally powerful message to all of us today, myself included, right? That idea of learning who you are, understanding how you tick. Like me, understanding more about, about my brain and how I think and how I react to things. It's brilliant to me. Like, I love it. It helps me be present with myself in a kind and loving way. And I don't go into judgment when something's different. I go, ah, oh, that's cool. All right. So how is that impacting another part? Oh, I get it. And it actually helps me to relax. So Ginkgo is asking us to look at our being, look at who you are, to be as nature intended. 
So nature doesn't put on falsehoods, in my opinion. Nature does what it's going to do in its own beautiful way and timing. Sure, you can manipulate it. We've got ways to manipulate the seeds and the growing patterns of crops and things and make something grow quicker. We can, we've learned how to force nature into a more unnatural state. Here we're speaking about truly natural, original way of being with nature, being that original you and with inner security, that inner knowing that by understanding how you may be different is a positive. It's a place of strength for you to stand. It's a place of being proud of who you are. And in order for us to get there, we need to understand the work that is involved in not being hurt and harmed by other people's words, judgments, and actions. Right? Remember, it's their opinion about something. Someone's opinion is only their truth. And it may not even be their truth if we really look at it, how I work with people, but they buy it in as being their truth. It does not make it your truth. And this will go against so much that you learned when you were younger, as we were saying, right? We're programmed to be the same. We're programmed with thoughts and behaviors. And we buy them as being real and true because they came from people who were important to us, who were taking care of us, who kept us safe. So undoing that, it's a bit of a task. There's no question about it. But when you can be in that place of not being fearful of judgment from others, and I'm not speaking from being in that spot, not at all. I still have my difficulties with some of this, no question about it. However, I feel that I am qualified to share this with you and talk to you about this because of the amount that I have got rid of, the amount of baggage that I have let go of, and the work I've done to understand who Karen is. That has allowed me to show up here every single week with you and other aspects of my life that I couldn't look at before that would have been a problem to people I know. So strength and integrity, those come from knowing who you are. When you, sorry, something's coming through. When, when you borrow strength, borrow integrity or knowledge from another person, and we do it all the time, it's one of many coping skills people have. So when we borrow that knowledge and we try to make it work for us, and it will most likely for a period of time, unlikely for an indefinite period of time. There's a problem with borrowing. In some circumstances, okay, it will work. It'll get you through a situation, and that's a good thing. But when it starts to crumble because it wasn't ours to begin with, that can bring with it added insecurities. That can bring with it added doubts about your ability to do something or your own judgment. So be aware of when you are borrowing energies from others to get through a situation. 
And then know when you need to step out of that and come back to you. Come back to that, to building that familiarity of who you are. Because when you start this process, you're going to have numerous times, honestly, numerous times where it's going to be uncomfortable, feel unfamiliar, and your mind is going to be going, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't you. You're this other person. That's the one you know. That's the one that's familiar. And it takes a little effort to work through that, but it's so worth it because when you get to the other side and you learn who you are, then no one can shake that. People can say you're wrong. You can choose how you're going to respond. And what's key here is you're going to respond. You will become less and less reactive to other people and their statements and judgments of you. When you're always reacting, that will be a a clue or a red flag to you that you really are not being present with who you are, understanding who you are, and comfortable with who you are in that moment. We react from places of judgment and insecurities. We react when we don't come from that place of inner strength, security, and even originality. So know when you're borrowing these energies. Know when it's time to step out of them, give them back, and create them within you in your own way that's perfect and right for you not based on someone's opinion that the way you're doing it is wrong. Again, remember, their opinion is only their truth. It is not your truth. You will decide for yourself if you want to adopt that opinion and hold it as a belief that will be true for you or whether you wish to come up with your own belief about whatever you're talking about and stand true and strong in that. You'll only do this by, as Ginkgo says, having roots. And I don't mean roots in your family, uh, ancestral roots. I mean, sure, that can be a part of it, but you got to watch that because that can bring in a whole lot of baggage and generational difficulties that you're carrying as well. So I don't want to get into that one today. Build the roots for you. For you, your body, your being, your person in the here and now. Don't build your roots from the past. Build them now. Feel that foundation beneath your feet. Know when you're standing in who you truly are. All of those differences, whatever they may be, and let them be seen. Allow yourself to receive, not accept, but you can receive the comments, the looks, the energy from others, and let it just pass on through. Right? Don't hold on to it. Don't make it significant. And don't make it your truth. 
All right, we are coming up to our third break already. I have been thoroughly enjoying this conversation with you today on, right, I'm not different. Oops, no, it's the wrong way. I'm not wrong. I'm different. And I really am hoping that some of what I'm saying is having a bit of an impact on you. And it's okay if the impact isn't so positive because it's still making you think. And it may be making you react. And if it is, that's actually quite brilliant on my part. I'm, gonna, I'm glad you're reacting because it's giving you something to look at. It's giving you an opportunity to look at what I said that made you react in a certain way for you to understand what's true for you. All right, on that note, we are going to go to our break now. Please come back and join me uh, for the, the last segment of today's show as we try and wrap all of this up together and put it together in a way that you'll have some tools and some ideas as to what you can do to support yourself as you learn to grow your roots, find your inner strength, learn who you are, so that all of your differences are brilliant. All right. Don't go away, everyone. We'll be back shortly. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so happy you're spending this time with me today. So before we went on our break, we were talking about the importance of finding that inner strength, finding your foundation, your roots for who you are, because that is such an amazing way for you to tap into how you are different, how to work with, accept, love those differences. And from that space of strength that you can then know how to respond when people make comments or do something that feels perhaps harsh or hurtful or some kind of judgment towards you because you're different. Being different is truly beautiful. I mean, it really is. Think how boring this whole world would be if we were all the same. Like, you'd never want to travel if all of the plants were the same around the world, if all of the temperatures, climates were the same around the world, if our architecture didn't change from country to country, if we dressed the same. I mean, what if we all looked like kids in private schools and we all wore the same clothes everywhere we went? Travel wouldn't be very fun. I don't think I'd even want to travel. Why bother traveling? 
you're just going to see the same thing that you can see in your own backyard. We go places, do things, try things because they're different. It excites us. It brings creativity out in people. I mean, it inspires people for anything, like through the arts, through setting up new businesses, like you name it. And it's because something was different and it sparked something in another person. So think about what you could be offering the world by allowing yourself to be different, for truly embracing the fact that you are different in some way. Maybe it's your humor. It doesn't matter what it is. When we hide it, it's harmful to ourselves, right? As I said early on in the show, it's harmful to your thoughts. It's harmful to the cells in your body, the chemistry in your body, the chemical reactions with each thought. When you've got ones that aren't kind and loving, it's harmful. Finding your brilliance, finding your zone of genius in your difference, that is amazing. That is beautiful. I mean, you can use waves of kindness as a way of helping you. Somebody says something and it's uncomfortable. Just call in waves of kindness. Have it move through your body and have the intention that it takes those words, that energy right through and out you and away from you. And if you can come from that space of kindness yourself in that moment or a few moments later, send those waves of kindness to the person or people that just were not overly kind to you. Flow it to them. And as you flow it out, you receive benefit too. You know, if you have fears of showing who you are, use statements like my hashtag, right? Hashtag, that's not me anymore. Remind yourself that you don't need to hide. You can say something like, I easily and naturally let go of my fear of being me. Or I easily and naturally allow myself to see who I am. Let me know if you want assistance with this. I'm happy to give you some little tools or some specifics to help you work with this. There is so much beauty in how we are different. And you are not wrong. We are not wrong for being different. When we're different and people say we're wrong and they judge us, it's fear-based on their part. It's showing that they can't control us. There's a lack of something that they're uncomfortable with because we have become comfortable with who we are. There's so much positivity that will come from learning who you are Truly going in and deeply doing the work. And it is work, but it can be enjoyable, supportive, even with some laughter and effective. And not nearly as slow and arduous when you work with somebody else. So please know that. You may feel 
like you're going against the norm for wherever you are. And you may be. That's also okay. I, I spoke about that yesterday. I have a Facebook group. I wrote it down. Uh, creating Each Day Beyond. I keep reading the name. I should maybe change it, except that might mess up all the people that are part of the group. But anyways, you can go to Facebook and search Creating Each Day Beyond. And I did a Facebook Live yesterday on going against the norm. And that could play right into today's topic because you may be going against the norm by allowing your difference to come through. And that's okay. It truly is okay. What is key is that you believe in you. What is key is that you do the work to get to know you so that what you are putting forward, who you are showing the world is accurate as to who you want to show up as, not based on other people's opinions and judgments and rules. Know who you are. I mean, truly, I, I'm not the type of person to do something to ever make my family feel embarrassed when I'm in a public situation with them. That's just not who I am. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm still that person. I don't think I've changed quite that much. So to be constantly told and reinforced that I had to have that behavior really is quite insulting that they didn't trust that I that I would be that way for them. So think about how you're showing up, who you're showing up for and the reasons underneath all of that. And then do some digging. Learn who you are. If you take nothing else away from today's show, two things. You are not wrong. You are different. And the second is, and it just left me. How do you like that? Mind blank. I got so, so <laughs> it was so important to me to remind you that you're, you're different. You're not wrong. Go back and listen. You'll catch it. It's fine. We're running out of time today. So I really want to wrap this up. Thank you for being here. And I would love to invite you to our show for next week. It's a really special one. I have a guest with me. Her name is Tammy Adams. And we're going to be talking about grief. Um, heads up. I'm not really sure how I'm going to be on that show with the grief I'm currently experiencing. And I invited Tammy to be with me before I lost my godfather. So the universe has my back and is bringing Tammy in for all of us to talk about how do we find the kindness in grief. And there's a lot of kindness. And I think it will be a great contribution to all of us. So I genuinely appreciate you being here with me today. You're not wrong. You're different. You're amazing. You're brilliant. And I'm sending waves of kindness to each and every one of you and an extra blessing that you will have the comfort to actually know who you are and allow us, please, to see you. All right. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.